Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I am one of your hosts, Barry Johnston. We are enjoying the pre-Thanksgiving rare up to overeating and the fall weather and everything in between. And with me, as always, is my partner, my co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, Adam? I am doing well. Sorry about my uh, notifications going off there. All good. I'm just so popular, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is not true at all. But uh, what's yeah, new? What's new, it. man? How are things in your neck of the woods? You know. Uh, just, you know, working a lot, as, you know, as we tend to do as adults. Nothing really exciting, nothing really fun. Just working on, of course, the podcast yes. and uh, out there working also out there delivering packages. Man, the other day, uh, you know, I deal with dogs quite a bit um, as a delivery man. Um, and the other day, I came up to this house and there was these two dogs. One was a tiny little lap dog and the other was a... Hundred plus pound uh, Rottweiler. Okay. Yep. And lap dog was going crazy, but the lot, Rottweiler was just chill. Yeah. And so, fortunately, the owner like pulled up right behind me, um, and was like, you know, hey, you know, get taking care of you know the, the dogs because usually I'll have to call to see if I, can, you know, hey, are your dogs going to attack me, yeah. or can you come get them or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, nah, he's like. The big one, you know, he's fine. He won't do anything to you. Uh, the little one's just, you know, high strung. And so, uh, you know, I got out and I petted the big guy, and he was just huge, man. He yeah. was a huge dog, but he was a puppy. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, he was yeah. just super friendly and everything. And so I go around uh, the other side of my car and open up the door, and uh, he follows me, and then he gets in the back of my minivan. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I wanted to go for a ride. That's funny. And we had trouble getting him out. <laughs> That's hilarious. He found a new friend. Yeah, dude. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, you know, uh, we've got a little, uh, she's a uh, like a Chihuahua poodle mix. Mm-hmm. She's like the most vocal out of all of our dogs. She's, we got three dogs. She's the smallest. She likes yeah. her presence to be known. Of course, yeah. she she doesn't do anything about it, but she's always just the first one to be yipping, you know. And it's yep. uh, it, you know, the big dogs usually it just depends. But um, the the big dogs are intimidating. That's the problem. Is that uh, mm-hmm. you know they look they're more intimidating, and of course these days you never know what you're going to come across. Um, but uh, usually, if you're friendly, dogs are very sensitive to. I'm a big believer in that. Like they, they get, they can oh, feel, absolutely. you know what I mean? They know like certain, uh, changes in energy flow or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, well, yeah, they're very perceptive, very perceptive. Uh, um, 
and a very like empathic. I think. Yeah. I think dogs are very much more empathic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's the that's where their cleverness lies. That's where their intelligence lies. Is they're yeah. much more, much more sophisticated at mm-hmm. being reading people emotionally. It's as weird. It's to cats. Cats are just you know yes. cats are smart, but they're also more you know. It takes time. To get, it takes time to get to know a cat. Yeah. Exactly. For the most part, cats are pretty standoffish in the beginning. At least that my at least my experience. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So it's that's interesting. And and I used to be the kind of person that <clears throat> I love all dogs because I grew up with dogs. But um, mm-hmm. as I got older, you know, and and you have a few run-ins with some dogs that are angry, mm-hmm. you start getting kind of a little weird when you come across yep. a dog you don't know, and yep. that's um, probably for the best. But uh, interesting because I know you deal with that and that. You know, that can raise some, some issues during your day, I'm sure, you know. Absolutely, man. Um, so what's been going on with you, man? Not much. Just, oh, you know, that's a, a, a can of worms. Uh, this was a rough week. Not in a bad way. It was just first mm-hmm. full week back of, of vacation and, um, you know, kind of getting back in the swing of things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, you do things in life sometimes uh that challenge you um and i'm in one of those situations right now where uh i'm challenged on a daily basis it's a good thing but it's frustrating it could be frustrating you know um but uh yeah so um i'm teaching um uh, martial arts i've just started um which is great, but also at the same time, one of the most difficult things that I've ever done. So mm-hmm. uh, I can imagine. Yeah, it's a new it's a new way of trying to reprogram my brain to talk to people that have no idea what what, what we're doing. So mm-hmm. I know you know this. Um, you know, anytime you're doing something that uh, you're trying to to show someone something, it just it really makes you go inside and have to figure things out. And it, mm-hmm. it it really shows your failures, it exposes your your inability sometimes. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to come to grips with that and get better at it. So that's my frustration, but but it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure that you will find your teaching language and mm. your way of explaining things. And I think it, that's what yeah. it is. It's being able to break it down to you know, I mean, passing knowledge along and technique. You know, um, you know, so like be, being a teacher, you know, you have to learn how to be able to you can break down bigger chunks of information into smaller digestible sizes That's that so the people true. you're talking to can digest. Yeah, some, you know, that's so, so true. And what you said about developing language like that's very true. And like trying to just get the vocabulary and like establish yep. a way of communication with people. Mm-hmm. It's huge, man. So I'm learning, but uh, but it's good. It's a good problem to have, and I'm 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 happy about it. But uh, other than that, man. So um, we talked a little bit before off air, but my, I've been trying to stay a little bit sort of on top of the the news, as it mm-hmm. were. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw or not, but the the uh, you know JFK files have yet a been yet again been uh, sort of shoved under the proverbial rug. The government has um, once again shut the files down, um, yeah. which is interesting. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, that's a that, speaking of can of worms. Um, 
I, I, you know, I think that it could mean a lot of things. It could definitely mean that um, they don't want to expose themselves because the, you know, the 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 story that they their fit the official story is, of course, Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone, right? And if they're hiding, if they're withholding information. And a lot of people, as more time goes on, tend to realize, tend to think that uh, a lot of that story was, you know, made up. Well, that, is, isn't and it? They didn't do a good job about putting it together. Isn't it funny so. that there's Russian ties? Yeah. Well, they're always, you know, they're always it. <laughs> you it's, know? I mean, look, we've been dancing with the Russians, you know, since what, the, since World War II. Yep. You know? They were allies, but we were, you know, at th- that that was more of a the enemy of my enemy is my friend, yeah, that kind of a thing. And then, of course, we've just been dancing with them, you know. And there was a time when everything was nice and cool, but you know, of course, it uh, the cold, you know, with the Cold War, you know, we remember that growing yeah. up. That wasn't the cool part; that was the scary part. Yeah. But then, you know, Glasnost and all, we had a nice fifteen twenty year period where it was the Russians weren't. The yeah. bad guys, right? You know, they were just Russians, right? And then, of course, we have the, uh, you know, Kate Peyton, Putin, sorry, Putin, the former KGB yeah. officer, yeah. now in charge forever, being setting himself up basically as a, as a, you know, for lack of a better term, president or king, you know, right. for life. Um, and he, you know, I mean, he's KGB. He knows what's good for business. And what's good for business is a cold war with the with the United States, yep. you know. So yep. he wants he wants to you know play. He still wants to play spy, but he yep. wants to play king spy, and he wants to manipulate things. And you know, hey, every country wants to manipulate yep. all the other countries yep. in some way to benefit themselves. Yep. You know. Yeah. We do I, it. We've had a history of doing a hundred percent. And I think that a lot there's a popular opinion that. This whole idea of them withholding documents just proves that the government themselves actually were the ones that got rid of JFK. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the it's the government, or maybe it was the mob, or maybe it was the Cubans. Um, you know, it could have been maybe all three of them working together. Yeah. Um, wh- my... Did did you ever listen to the uh, last podcast on the left series about the JFK? I believe that I did, but it was a while back. Yeah, that's a good one. It's like it's a lot of information. I think it's like five episodes, and each episode is well over an hour long. Yeah, um, well worth checking out though, because they do a great job of research and a good job of telling stories yeah. and explaining stuff in a fun way as well, irreverent and fun way, um, but. Marcus Parks, his conclusion on that was that it was it was the government, but it was an accident. It was a hungover Secret Serviceman who accidentally shot the president, and they covered it up. Hmm. Okay. That's his thoughts. So. And that could be. Uh, yeah. You yeah. Know, that, could, very but, well could be. And that's the thing, is we'll never know until we get the, the real deal uh, info. And uh, bottom line we're is, we're a time machine. <laughs> we're a time machine, yeah. Um, 
But it continues to be one of those stories that captivates the human or the American imagination, at least. Yeah. The fact that we can't get to the bottom of what happened to a president 58 years ago yeah. is troubling because yeah. you would think that we would want to get to the bottom of that. And for whatever reason, the people that are in power do not want that to happen. And mm -hmm. that's just the way it is, and we have to live with it. I was yeah. going to tell you, there's a really interesting story, a funny story, not a funny story, a weird story, I guess, but it's uh, Meatloaf, the singer. Um, yeah. Recently, I watched an interview with him, and he told a story about, he grew up in Dallas. Mm -hmm. He was a teenager, and that day, the, the day that he was assassinated, apparently he and some of his friends at that time, before they had driver's licenses, um, their parents would let them, and this is, you and I can relate to this. My parents, anyway, would allow me to drive, just, just yeah. you know, not around, but like go to the store or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> which is kind of what he did. So he, before he had a driver's license, he and his friends went to, they went to the, um, the, the motorcade, the parade mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. And... They were there, and they saw the thing happen, and then they decide, for whatever reason, that they're going to try to go to the hospital. Right. Okay. Okay, so they get in the car, and they're driving to the hospital, and he said, in the middle of the road, there's this guy standing there with a gun, and he makes them stop, and mm -hmm. he says it's an FBI agent. And he made them give him the car. So the boys scooted over, you know, in the front seat. Oh, wow. The agent took over and he was trying to get to the hospital. So he, he basically took their car and with them inside it and took them yeah. to the hospital. They got out. They get to the hospital. They get out. And he said that when you're watching the footage of JFK and going to the hospital, he's in there, apparently. You could uh -huh. see him yeah, meet oh, wow. yeah, as a teenager there. He's at the hospital, and he said that he was just like, he could not believe that like he was a part of that history. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like yeah. they were just going to the hospital because they thought that, oh, let's just go see what happens. Right. And he was yeah. like, shockingly, there wasn't a ton of people there. You know, like by today's standards, like there would be thousands of people there, right. you know, but this was a different time. Right. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, the motorcade itself wasn't even on TV, you know? Yeah. I mean, if it was now, we would have had everyone, you know, every major channel would be watching, would be filming there. And every small channel would be have a film crew there. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that everybody would be filming with their phone, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a lot different story, and you know, of course, immediately social media, everybody would have like, oh, the president was shot, and they're taking him to the hospital, yep. and everybody's like, oh, he's got, he's right, it's at, they're at this corner right now. I just saw him at this corner. All the, you know, everybody be on yeah. it, but this was long before, yep, you know, cell phones, a and different before, day, man, yeah, yeah. So, but I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, wow, that's that wild. Is wild. That, is wild. that is wild. So any meatloaf fans out there, uh, <laughs> check, check that story out, man. Speaking of wild stories, we got oh, yeah. one of our favorite guests. We love him so much, not just because he's a great storyteller, but because he's a good friend. He's done so much for us. 
Yep. Um, but we're always happy to have him. He's got so many great stories, and he's a great storyteller. Our buddy Metis has come back to bless us with some time and stories. Yes. Now, these aren't our typical weird stories, which is perfectly fine. Because we like, as you know, we like all kinds of weird stories. Yeah. And these are some more stories of Metis when he was younger. And um, just some fun, funny stories. Just great stories. And, you know, just to show that, you know, you don't have to be a survivor of an alien abduction. You don't have to have lived in a haunted house. You don't have to have these really, you know, truly strange, otherworldly, paranormal, supernatural types of weird. Um, there's just, you know, fun, weird, unusual, not your typical, you know, growth story stories. Yes. That's what we call it. It's weird. It's everything, you know. So we, we, we find a way to put it in, and uh, Metis has some great stories about uh, going to Walmart and about growing up in uh, a small town in eastern North Carolina, and they are fantastic and fun and, and funny. So, Metis, thank you again for joining us. What's your weird story this time? I don't really have any like ghosty stories or UFO stories this time. I feel like I've exhausted all of those. Sure. And nothing really weird has been happening to me lately. Um, but I do have just some fun stories. I know Adam has teased some of them on my other, uh, awesome. <laughs> on my other ones. And I was talking to my wife about what, what I should talk about when I came on tonight. And, uh, she was like all of the stories from the Kinston Walmart. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. It's, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued, man. So, every time we go to Kinston, we make a stop by the Walmart. For, and uh, this tradition started after the first time we just um, we were headed down to the beach and Kinston's between us and the beach. And we we're like, hey, let's just hit the Walmart, grab some food. So we'll have something to eat so we don't have to eat out. We can save some money. So, okay, okay. So this, this series of events is what happened when we went into the Kinston Walmart the first time. We get out of the car and we're about halfway back in the uh, in the parking lot, and we you know we're walking up, and this woman pulls into the handicap zone, and her handicap is this. Okay, no, don't get me wrong. I am not a I'm not a fat hater person. Yeah, okay? yeah. Everybody has their their things. Of course. I'm not shaming this woman for being fat, but listen to the story. Very 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 large woman, um, walking in, and we go around her because she's slow, you know, and. We're going in, and the the Walmart greeter, which they used to have these things called greeters, who would just say hi to you as you walked in. Yeah. And um, we don't have them here anymore. So he's like, "Hey, do y'all do y'all need a cart?" And we're like, "No, no, we're good. We're just grabbing a few things. Thank you, though." And he's like, "All right." And then we hear him. He sees the woman coming in behind us, and <laughs> he takes one look at her, and he shouts. <laughs> You're gonna need two cards. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And me and Phaedra, we oh. lose our shit. Oh, oh man! Oh. You can kind of maybe see why kids doesn't have greeters in the Walmart. <laughs> and I turned around, and I'm a, I just want to see the woman's reaction. Of course. 
She looks at the man and says, you know me. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, so, okay. oh my God. Dude. So, after this, <laughs> we decided we're going to get, we're going to get some lunch meat and some, some bread, you know, real cheap, cheap lunches for the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And we go over and we grab the bread and then we go over to the, uh, the meat center, you know, the, oh, what's it called? A deli. Go over to the deli. And they've got, you know, multiple deli um, cases, you know, with the meat inside. And good luck. Turkey's on sale, right? Sliced yeah. turkey. Yeah, yeah. And it says, you know, $1.98 a pound. Try finding that nowadays. Um, <laughs> this is a long time ago. Um, like, oh, cool. Turkey, $1.98 a pound. And, you know, there's all the different turkeys and hams and stuff in the case. And we can only see in the one case because the angle we're at and everything. And we ding the little bell and we wait. We ding the little bell and we wait. And finally, this guy comes out. Um, he looks like a cartoon character, like super skinny, two teeth, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not, I'm not making fun of the teeth thing because yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, he just he looks like Cletus from The Simpsons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cletus from The Simpsons. Painting a picture, it's what it yes. is. <laughs> comes out. And he's like, can I help you? And I'm like, <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just wanted to get, uh, you know, a, a pound of the $1.98 turkey breast. And we're looking right at it. There's this big turkey breast and it's got a little sign in front, you know, Walmart sale, $1.98 pound, right? And he's like, which one do you want? And we look in the cart and the case and we're like, okay, there's only one that has the $1.98. And we clearly <laughs> said $1.98. So I go, the $1.98 turkey. And he's like... There's two kinds of dollar ninety eight turkey. There is oven roasted dollar ninety eight turkey and honey roasted dollar ninety eight turkey. And I'm like, oh, well, we only see the one in this case. And he's like, the the honey roasted is in the other case. And I'm like, okay, well, that sounds great. Let's get some of the honey roasted. While still looking me directly in the face, does not walk over to the next case. He stands there, same look on his face, staring directly at me, and says, "We're out of the honey roasted turkey." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 this is this is definitely a Walmart experience, man. He, he knew before he asked, that's, before we had this drawn out conversation about what turkey oh, I wanted. That's amazing. He knew he did not have any of the honey roast. Oh my god. Oh my god. He was lonely. He wanted that human connection. He, I guess. In those extra few seconds with you and your family. He's, he's yeah. sitting he was in the back room because remember we had to ding the bell twice. So he was in the back room hanging out and he's like, Oh, I'm going to help these people. I'm going to help them real good. Oh my <laughs> Lord. That's hilarious. Oh man. This could very easily be a story from our Walmart. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man. I'm sure I, this honestly, plays out. Probably, that could be a story really from, I mean, I think the Walmart experience is probably yeah. fairly universal no matter where you go. Yeah. I, I think you walk in and you have that general, it's, the, it's, it's a, it's another dimension is what it is, man. What is that? Um, what's the Facebook page or Instagram page that they have dedicated to that? Like Walmart it's, shoppers. I think it's just people of Walmart. People of Walmart. Yeah, people, people of Walmart. Oh man. Yeah, people of Walmart. That shit's funny, man. Oh. You can see some amazing mullets. Oh, yeah. And some people some cleavage. Some really interesting outfit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not, yep. sure what, not sure what they're wearing half the time. 
It's great. Um, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good, man. So that's hilarious. Dude. Yeah. So then um, the next time we went, I was okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and say I was a little mean. Okay. Um, probably not super politically correct. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in line, and we have our couple of items, and the, the guy behind me is standing a little too close. Right. And, you know, I, I get as far away from him as I can, but the cart's in the way and the person in front of me, you know, the, you kind of, I'm kind of pinned in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, the magazine rack is right there next to the checkout. The guy behind me sees something on the magazine rack and cracks a joke. Right. Well, it's not funny. So I, I don't laugh. I don't react at all. Yeah. Well, he seems to, to be bothered by the fact that I didn't react. Mm. So, so he leans in real close and kind of leans around me a little bit and says the same joke. Oh no! Oh, God. oh no! And I catch him in my periphery, and I go, "Uh huh," you know, just <laughs> yeah, give yeah, give him a, a look. courtesy, yeah, yeah, courtesy yeah, thing, right? Oh yeah. Well, he takes this as holy crap. I'm the next Dane Cook. Oh no! <laughs> so, Oh no! So you can hear his wheels spinning in his head, trying to think of another clever thing to say, right? So he's looking at the magazine, and then he says something else about a different magazine that he also thinks is very hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And I don't react at all. <laughs> so he does the lean around me again. <laughs> oh no! And he gets in my periphery, and I like act like he scares me this time, right? And then I go. And he says the joke again, very loud, while looking at me in the face. And I say, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did that go? So he <laughs> steps back away from me. <laughs> and I turn and I'm looking at him. And he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! I've got to use that sometime. The icing, the icing on the cake is when I got up to the cashier. I guess she had heard the exchange, so she's speaking very loudly. Oh man! And I was like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm not deaf. I was just pretending to be so that guy would shut up." <laughs> now I say this loud enough so, he so could, that the guy yeah, can yeah. hear me say. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> the look on his face the entire rest of the time that we were standing there, and she was ringing up my like three items. <laughs> it was classic. That is oh. great. That is. Yeah, that was. I had a friend of mine, your story just reminded me of a friend of mine. We were at a McDonald's, we were on tour, and we're at McDonald's early in the morning. Didn't sleep very well the night before. Mm -hmm. And the cashier at McDonald's tries to say something cute to my friend Jose, who is incredibly witty and uh, very sharp tongue. And... um he said the the guy I can't remember what the guy at, at the McDonald's said, but he's my friend Jose just looks at him and he goes, "You know, everybody wants to be a comedian. You're not one, okay? Give me my fucking sausage and biscuit." And I was like, "Oh shit, damn, mic drop." You know, since COVID happened, fifty thousand comedians are out of job out of a job right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but it, that sounds like a mic drop moment to me, man. That yeah, is hilarious, yeah. dude. I've got a couple other instances of me being very mean 
in similar ways, but I'm not going to tell them oh, on, come public, on uh, public airways. <laughs> you don't want to ruin people's <laughs> people's perception of you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already, yeah, that's already gone. That's already uh, gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there was, a, I don't remember the situation, but basically this woman thought she was in front of me and she was buying an entire cart of socks at Kmart um, because there was like a, a sale on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had a limit. Okay. Right. And she was well over the limit. Okay. And uh, how many pairs of socks do you need? Well, I mean, if you're reselling them, well, you know, okay. I mean, because they were right. it was a really good sale. Like See, it was like, all right, you're thinking buy a pair, get a pair yeah. free. You know, all right, I got you. For, I got you. Yeah. So anyway, I got you. Or if you got a bunch of kids, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. They don't go bad. You just put them in the closet until there you go. There you go. <laughs> you need them again. Maybe, there you go. Maybe she's one of those people where you know she can't. She's got some weird phobia where she can't wear the same socks, you know, more than once. Right. You know, right. Uh, then again, if she is one of those people, I don't know if she'd be, you know, shopping at Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You never yeah. know, man. Or she's planning on making, uh, making the chalk sock bombs. Have you seen those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little sock maybe- with chalk. Yeah, and throw Maybe. it at a building. It's like yes. vandalizing, but it washes away the next time it rains. So it's not that big a deal. You just gave me an idea. <laughs> maybe she's maybe she's opening a uh, a puppet theater, right? You know? But anyway, regardless of why she was buying, yeah, yeah, the sign behind the cashier was the you know the discount same discount sign they had, and it clearly said you know limit six pairs or whatever. The this is years ago. I don't remember exactly what it was. But she's like, well, I need a discount on the rest of these also, or I'm just not going to buy them. And the cashier's like, I don't, my hands are tied. Once I start ringing them up, it you know it's automatic. She's like, well, I'm I'm going to need a discount on the rest of the blah blah. It goes back and forth, back and forth, back. Anyway, she ends up buying all the socks, regardless of the discount or not, right? Well, I walk up, I'm buying some of the socks too because, like I said, is <laughs> a good you yeah know, good sale. Hell of a deal. But I I know about the limit because I I read it. And I walked up and I put the socks on. And I was like, and I was like, I, I got the right number of socks. And then I pushed whatever else I had, some ice cream. Who knows? <laughs> and I'm like, but I want a discount on this here ice cream on a can of, I can't read. <laughs> no, I didn't wait. The cashier thought it was hilarious, but yeah. she couldn't laugh out loud because the woman was standing right next to her, still loading her hundred oh, pairs of socks into her oh, cart. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and, and the woman scowled at me. Um, but I wasn't. I wasn't too afraid of her. I feel like I could have just got away walking at a brisk pace. So, <laughs> yeah, that's of course. That's but I was, hilarious. you know, I had a little bit of a mean streak in me back in the day. Not think, anymore. Well, you, you become <laughs> you become the lovable soft meatus that be- we all love. I've become very good at suppressing. Uh, actually saying the things that pop into my head. <laughs> right. That's funny. I I think the same thing too. Is that you think that's because you you've had a child or is it just something you know with age? Um, I don't know. I think if Lila's around, it's because she's around. Right. Um, if Phaedra's around, it's because Phaedra's around. Yeah. Now, if like me and James are out and about together, right. hanging out, then the things come out. They just do. Um, James from the episode Shit Hickeys. Shit Hickeys. Yes. yes. Oh, a great episode. Yes. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that, that was some comedy gold.
Barry, what do you think that people find the most far-fetched? Ghost stories or aliens as being the more unbelievable? I would say aliens. Yeah, I would agree with that probably too. Because I think with ghosts, there's a part of the belief system that is abound throughout the world. And we want to have some kind of assurance of some form of life after death. Mm -hmm. Whereas with aliens, it's unknown for sure. It's Mm -hmm. completely unknown. We have only our imagination. We don't have a lot of universal stories that we agree upon that these things exist, maybe. To believe in aliens is to believe that we are not the sole existence of this world, which goes against a lot of belief systems. It definitely does. But you know, the great thing about what we're doing here is we are open to all your stories about ghosts or aliens or anything in between or anything outside of. We're not here to judge. We're here to just talk and to share. And we don't want you to think you're crazy because you're not. James is featured in a lot of my stories that we've told over the years. Um, We lived together around the same time, a little before the Shithickies story happened. Um, We lived in a really, really bad part of town. Um, I would say we had bars on the windows, but I don't think it would have done much because the windowsills were so rotten that it would have just fallen out. (laughs) (laughs) Two of the windows were actually just plastic. Um, You know, no heat, no no cooling. During the summer, we had a swimming pool in the living room that we sat in, one of those little kiddie pools. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, And, man, it was... (sighs) So we all of the food that we got while we lived at this place was from the gas station across the street. So we lived on steady diet of cheap cigarettes, um, Slim Jims, two hot dogs, which who knows what meats in those, oh, and yeah. uh, you know bags of chips. Um, oh, I bet that place smelled awesome. Oh, man. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. And it was the worst when you dropped your hot dog while you're sitting in the swimming pool because then you're digging around in the water that everybody's been sitting in. Oh. And you, and you can't waste it. Oh, because of course money not. was scarce back then. Oh. <laughs> but no, the funny part was is we had a big screen TV back when those weren't cheap and a like PS2, which was brand new at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, each of us had at least a $1,000 computer. Um, but, you know, no furniture. Yeah. We turned right. the kitchen into a bedroom. We had eight people living in the house. It was about. <laughs> 11, 1100 square feet. And we had eight people living there. Wow. Man, I, we, that sounds so very cheap. familiar. Very yeah. familiar. We did yeah, the yeah. same thing, man. Except Their we. Rent was like 400 a month or something. Wow. <laughs> so we split eight ways. That's awesome. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. Now, was this the Fight Club house? Yes. This was the Fight Club house. Um, we, had, we had a Fight Club and it was. Uh, we did. We did. Didn't go full Fight Club because we we had a rule of um, if somebody worked in the service industry, you weren't allowed to punch them in the face. Yeah, that's a good rule. That's a good rule. Yeah, that was that was like our one rule. Um, besides the standard, you know, if somebody taps out, they're done. Yeah, uh, you stop immediately. Right. Or the entire group of people gets to wail on you. Um, yeah. How so. how long did this uh, occur for? Um, there was probably about. Eight, eight fight club sessions that happened. Okay. We uh, that's did the eight. first one out. That's out that's, in the front yard. That's legit. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
there's probably about six or seven of us on the at the first one, and then the second one, the cops showed up, and How you know, about, yeah. there's people fighting because we we were right off the highway. So any arrests or no, 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 no. We okay, the cool. Cop. Okay, um, cool, cool. The sheriff actually owned the property across the street. Gotcha. And he knew that we were we were rambunctious, but we didn't do illegal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't do anything that was going to be. They need to worry about us. Sure. Um, anyway, he pulls up and he's like, "Hey guys, you know, just get it away from the street so we're not getting calls every <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every yeah, time yeah. y'all do this." Yeah, move to the back. Yeah. <laughs> so we went inside like idiots. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Cheap house. Might as well fuck it up. It, it was. Um, and we were uh, we cleared all the furniture out of the living room, <laughs> and two people fought. Actually, one I was one of those. It was me and uh, me and my buddy. And then the next set, one of the guys had a really long reach. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long legs, long yep. arms. Yep. Well, he round ca- roundhouse kicked this bigger guy. Um, I mean, he wasn't like a, you know, 300 pounds or something, but he was a big guy. Yeah. And he went through the wall and slammed into the back of the refrigerator oh, through the wall. shit, dude. <laughs> Damn, man. And... My parents were the landlords because they rented it from the people and then subrented it out to us. Right as, uh, we'll call him W, right as W went through the wall, my dad, aka the landlord, walks to walks. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Oh no! How old are you at this time, by the way? Um, eighteen. Oh fuck! All right, you're young, dude. Yeah, oh, we moved shit. out. I moved out. I moved out six months after my eighteenth birthday. This is the kind of shit eighteen-year-olds do. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, that's hilarious. So that was the last time we did it in the house. Uh, what did he say? <laughs> is he freaking the fuck out? No, he he. My my dad is very very chill chill guy. He's he's are fixing that tomorrow. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man, we don't have twenty bucks for some drywall. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no concern for the guy who just went through the wall. No of concern course. whatsoever. It was all about the twenty dollars for the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a big argument over. Okay, so W's ass went through the wall, so it actually caused the damage. Oh wow. But D's foot caused his ass to go to <laughs> Did they break, so like, then, studs? Did they break, bo- like, the... Uh, no, 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 okay, no. There okay. was no studs in these walls. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, gotcha. <laughs> this, house was, this house was very, very cheaply put together. Gotcha. Um, probably violated all kinds of uh, laws. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. There's that. But, yeah. So, um, Fight Club went on for a couple more sessions after that. We went out to uh, James's house and we did it in his backyard. Um, and you know, we had fun. It was a fun time. You you went away with some bruises, uh, you know, bruises, no no broken bones or anything like that. But we beat the crap out of each other. We had this guy named uh, I'll just say his first name. Robert came out, and he was a he was a real martial artist, like like no no joke. Been studying since he was you know a wee lad. Mm-hmm. And um, nobody wanted to fight him. And, you know, one of the rules is you got to fight if it's your first night. And he's like, I want to fight, but nobody will fight me. 
So I'm like, I'll fight you, buddy. <laughs> well, <let's go. laughs> Nobody told me he was a real martial artist. <laughs> and he looked, you know, he didn't look too formidable. He just, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, he looked muscular, but whatever. I beat up muscular guys before, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like, all right, buddy, let's go. And he hadn't seen anybody fight either because it was his first night. Uh-huh. He hadn't, you know, nothing had gone on. Um, so he starts. I start walking towards him, and he gets in one of his stances, you know, and he's like, all right, so, um, are we pulling our punch? And as he's saying, are we pulling our punches? I jump at him, grab him by the shoulder, spin around him, and just hammer his kidney. Oh. As hard as I can. And later, when I was talking with him, he said that he has been doing martial arts for an extremely long time and has never been hit that hard before. Wow. And it scared him. Yeah. So what his response was, back to the, the, the fight, what his response to me hurting and scaring him was, he teleported <laughs> behind me. <laughs> okay, yeah. The next... Less than less than half a second later, I was completely upside down, my face in the dirt, on the ground, my leg and arm were up in the air, and he had his foot in my neck. <laughs> no idea. Wow. No idea how he put me in this position. Wow. And I was the fastest guy at Fight Club. <laughs> I had no nice. idea how he did this. Wow. And um, the guy wasn't videotaping yet. He hadn't got the camera ready. Oh, dude. <laughs> Good for you, though, Because right? I wanted to see what he did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had no perception of what he did yeah. to from me holding his shoulder, both of us standing up, to him having me on the ground in the position he had me. I have no idea how he did it. Um, so I just tell people he teleported. That's great. So I guess that's a kind of weird story, you know, teleportation and yeah, everything. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there you go, man. That's amazing. So they're, they're, you guys videotaped as well, the, the fight clubs. Yes. A couple of them. There was, they were so good, though. So many good stories came out of them. Like, I was fighting this fat kid named Bobby. Um, think Bobby Hill, but 18. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> that was this guy. And, um, yeah, and, you know, you, you, a really fat guy, when you punch him, it doesn't really do much to him. Yeah. Unless you hit a certain yeah. couple spots, and he yes. was guarding those spots. It yes. was just flab. Yep, yep. Well, he was wearing me out just from me beating on him. Yeah. <laughs> he waited you so out. So I started take, taking it a little easier, and I yep. let him punch me a few times, and he it was, you know, like the buzzings of flies to me. And um, anyway, his strategy was to tire me out and then lay on top of me. Good strategy for strategy. a big guy. There you go. <laughs> terrible strategy. Yeah, yeah. But he was so flabby, it was just like a weighted blanket on me. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm laying there getting to rest. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, guys, somebody call Bobby's grandma or uh, call Bobby. Call Bobby. His grandma is trying to work me over. <laughs> Just throwing salt in the wound, dude. Right. And he's, he doesn't hurt me. He hasn't, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then they were like, well, get him off you, me. Just get him off you. And, you know, everybody's picking on me because he's just laying there on me and you know they're going to count it as a win because i'm not moving because yeah, i yeah. can't yeah right so i do a push-up with this 300 pound guy on my Damn. back <laughs> not a girly style either yeah yeah <laughs> and wow. the whole crowd was well i did we had power i did powerlifting in high school uh-huh. uh, me and james were the top lifters in the school we uh-huh. don't have this anymore because yeah. you know we became adults um but yeah that's all we did was worked out in high school 
So you can freaking press that shit, man. Right, I did. And a lot of his weight was, the way the weight was distributed. Yeah. I only did half a push-up and he rolled off of me because, you know, the whole crowd went silent. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. (laughs) (laughs) But then I gave him, you know, one good punch to the neck and it was over. uh, (laughs) Nice. But yeah, we, uh, he actually, a lot more people think that they can fight than can actually fight. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Taking, taking a punch is something you gotta, you gotta learn to do. You can't just do it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Young guys, you know, they all think that they can freaking, uh, fight and, uh, the majority of them have no clue. My, my nephew, a couple of months ago, man, he, uh, get a, I get a phone call from my sister. She's like, Luke, uh, Luke broke his uh, broke his hand. I'm like, how'd he break his hand? Uppercutted a kid at a bar who's drunk. Uppercutted a kid, shattered his hand, and had to have surgery on it. I'm like, dude, don't be doing that, man. You don't you don't know how to throw a punch. Don't don't mm-hmm. be fucking doing that shit. No, you can't you can't just throw a punch at somebody and expect no. it to uh, do no. what the movies do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And um, Fight Club was different than like boxing. And uh, I didn't know that. And I went to the boxing night they had at one of the local bars. They uh-huh. had a boxing ring set up, and it uh-huh. was Tuesday night fights or something. So I was like, "Oh, you know, I do pretty well in Fight Club. Let me go. Let me go fight this guy." Well, I was I was one pound into heavyweight, right? So uh-huh. the guy I'm going up against is about eight inches taller than me mm. and has about forty pounds on me. Damn. So he's got the reach and the weight advantage. How much did you weigh then? Um, two twenty. No, I want to say I was like maybe 190. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. 190. Gotcha. Um, and this was no sanctioned anything. Yeah, yeah, this was yeah, at yeah. a bar. They throw some cheap gloves on you and you beat the crap out of each other. Gotcha. But I got, I got in the ring with him and I want to see how hard he can hit because that was one of the first things I did in most of the fights was let them hit me yeah, to yeah, see yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. So he full pullback, full body lunge right into my face you know and i hardly felt it like i mean i'm not trying to yeah. like oh mr tough the guy couldn't throw a punch yeah, yeah 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 so i'm like i'm gonna let this guy beat the crap out of me until he can't breathe and then i'm just gonna push him over yeah 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 right yep so that's what i do but they're counting points uh, and i didn't know points was a thing yeah yeah right, right. so by the end of the third end of the third round they are um I have landed two punches on the guy of the two that I threw, landed two good punches. His face is bloody, and he's about to fall over and pass out just from overexerting himself trying to beat me up. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I'm, you know, spry, good, just been letting him wail on me. And at the end of the fight, they called it for him. Because of points, uh-huh. which technically he won, yeah. you know, and yeah. so yeah. I no, I didn't know they were doing points. Yeah. So I lost that and the, the crowd booed because I should have got it and, right. you know, whatever. But, I, you know, if I had known it was points, I would have gone for points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just if a, they were, if I was they used were to the fight club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. If they were doing Street a fight. tough man contest. Do you remember when they used to do tough man contest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still I, do. I don't think yeah, they, they still do, do that anymore. Yeah, they I don't do. Know. Now it's probably MMA. Yeah, up in, up like, in Alaska, they yeah. do one. Yeah, they do them. They um, do them around here. I know they did them in Oklahoma because I remember they would announce it on the like on the radio, and it was a pretty big deal. 
Well, because yeah, one of our friends uh, from high school actually was in one when I first moved back. I think it was in 05 or 06, man. Um, they were televising it and it was, oh, from, wow. yeah, yeah, from Ardmore. And uh, he was a big dude and he got his ass throttled, man. <laughs> throttled. I think Butterbean was in that one, maybe. Or you, you oh, know, wow. You remember who that he, guy? Yeah, you remember him? Whew. I think he was I've in seen that, that one. guy one punch so many people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with him. He's not, you know, he's not the most fit, but yeah. he can hit like oh, yeah. a tornado. Yeah. Butterbean, man, they were just like, he's just like, I'm too lazy to hit people more than yeah. once, so I'm just going to yeah. make the one punch count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, we had, a, we had a good time doing the fight club. Um, some people started taking advantage of the fact that there weren't any rules and wearing like uh, metal studded Right. Belts, right. wallet chains, sure. armor, essentially. Sure. Um, so it, it, once people started getting ridiculous with it, we just stopped doing it. Yeah. Um, me and James actually had two of the best fights ever because neither one of us would give up mm-hmm. regardless right. of how much pain we were in or how tired we were. So our fights would go on like 20 minutes. People would like go in, have Damn, a good drink, dude. come back out. We'd still be fighting. <laughs> that's Hey, man, you got to be in shape just, to fight for 20 minutes, dude. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. This was yeah. right after high school. And like yeah. I said, we worked out. We worked out two, three hours a day. People don't day. understand one minute of, of all-out brawl and you're exhausted. One minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fights are real, always why, really short. That's why yeah. like taekwondo and stuff are such good um, – or jujitsu are such good uh, yep. workouts because yeah. you're fighting somebody else and the muscle you're using are constantly changing. It's yep. not like, you know, oh, I'm using my biceps now. Oh, yep. I'm using my legs now. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I do. A, I train in a, in a weapons-based Aikido, um, which is like um, it's a lot of knife and sword stuff and distancing and, and shit like that once you start introducing a weapon into something that's something as a young kid you don't really think about like a street fight you know if you're lucky enough to face off with a guy with his fists and that's all he's got you're lucky you know right more often than not you're going to see a knife or you're going to see a gun or something yeah. you're yeah, going to see yeah. friends you know yeah i'm not i'm not in that shape anymore that's why i carry <laughs> No, exactly. <laughs> you know? That should be your first line of defense, man. Don't ever rely on on your hands to uh, to defend yeah, you. Well, I've I've seen the, I've, I saw a guy get shot right in front of me, man, like ten feet away from me, just get his wow. head fucking blown off, man. Wow. Yeah, we. I I care. I hope to never have to use it, and it's going to be my last resort because mm-hmm. I don't want that on me. Of course. Um, of course. Is like you know, I teach concealed carry, and one of the things I tell my students is make it your last resort because. The person you may end up having to defend your life against, you don't know what's going on in their life. Yep. Yeah. You know, this yep. may be the worst day of their entire life, and they're dr- they got they got drugged or they're on drugs. Yep. They don't know what they're even doing. Yep. So I was like, you know, try and try and not make your first thing is grabbing the pistol. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anything but. Yeah, and like when in North Carolina, you can shoot through the door if somebody's trying to bust in your house. Yeah. Um, you can shoot them through the door, and I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Unless definitely. you know what's going on, because you know, it might be your neighbor trying to get into their house because they're right. drunk, yeah. and they think that it's their house. There was a uh, in Oklahoma. It's they have to be beyond the the door passage of the, the home. threshold. Yeah, yeah, the threshold. No, that's but, um, not but, North Carolina. <laughs> but uh, 
but yeah, I mean, that's, and that's the thing I have my concealed carry and, um, it's a huge responsibility, man, huge responsibility. And, um, it's, it's, you know, obviously a, uh, a topic that each person has to decide how they feel. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know what yeah. I mean? Like for me personally, um, you know, I, I, uh, I don't take it lightly, you know, and, and, and always, um, the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is to be aware of your situation, aware of your surroundings, you know, yeah, but, but, try not to be somewhere that, yep. you know, yep. you're going to need it, which if it comes to you, you can't help that. It's already but, too late. Yes. Right. It's, that's, that's, but don't go to it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, and that's why, you know, with martial arts training, it's so important to do no matter what kind of martial arts training it is, man. Because it teaches you how to be aware of your surroundings and see things develop and happen before you need to, you know, physically take care of something. Don't be right. there. Just don't even be there. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. yeah. you see, you see trouble brewing. Just all right. I'm out of here. Exactly. One of the things yep. I teach, I teach Leela. You know, she's 11, um, and she's a real, bright, real bright kid. Mm-hmm. Is I teach her when you walk into somewhere, you need to know a where the exits are. Yep. B what is cover and what is concealment? Yep. It's like, you need to know these things when you're walking in somewhere. So we'll be somewhere new and I'll be like, Leela, two exits now. And she'll point them out. That's good. That's um, awesome. Just, just gotta, that's be, amazing, dude. I, I mean, that out. I, my experience of seeing someone getting shot in front of me, I was in, I was in Atlanta and this happened after a show. And when I walked out, we were trying to pull into a gas station. I'm coming out of the gas station and, um, there was uh, someone that was getting gas and another guy just opens fire on the guy. And um, wow. I had a, I had a moment there where it was like, what do I do? You know, yeah. you, you're, you're faced oh, yeah. in a situation where you are a total duck out of water. You're looking at the situation. It is out of your control. Um, what do you do? You seek cover, which is what I did. I got behind mm-hmm. our van and I hid there and I waited till the shots were finished. And I waited long enough for hopefully the guy to put the gun away, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't know what's, uh, I, and it's another thing I teach in my class is think of situations that might come up. Like if you're just sitting there not doing anything, think like, okay, if somebody breaks into my house in the middle of the night, yep. Like if you're thinking about your house right now, and listeners can do this too. Think about your house right now. If somebody's breaking into your house in the middle of the night, where are they breaking in at? Yep. You know. Yep. You've got an idea in, the, in your head in your house. Right. One night when it's very dark, turn off all the lights in your house. See how long it takes you to stumble from that entrance to where you or your kids sleep. Yep. See how long that takes you. That's how long you have to realize there's a problem and react to it. Yeah. Yep. You know, so you just think of situations that you might be in. Are you in a situation where you're in traffic in the inner city a lot and you're worried about somebody coming up and carjacking you think about, okay, if I've got a weapon with me, how am I going to get to it? Right. You know, you just go through, run through little scenarios in your head, you know? Exactly. I've been doing that a lot with my daughter lately because she, she moved out. She moved on to, uh, she moved to Tulsa a couple weeks ago. So been uh trying to one of the first things I, I did is i gave her one of those like million volt or whatever hundred thousand volt uh taser flashlights mm-hmm. <laughs> those things will go. light you up dude light you up man yep oh yeah 
uh, we've got I think we got one of those around here somewhere. Suckers scary. But Leela's scary too. Leela, when we go to our PO box, um, there's a couple places in the in that post office that somebody could hide. Uh-huh. And, you know, sometimes we'll go at nine o'clock at night, and she was like, "I'll go get it." And I'm like, there you go. And I hand her the knife. <laughs> yep. I'm like, don't be afraid to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, yep. you know, get for first try and run away. But if you need to have it. Yep. And I was like, hold, hold it behind you until you need to actually use it. Yep. Like open, ready to sw- slice. But if you've got it like pointed out in front of you, you're giving them the opportunity to take it away from you. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, exactly. I conceal it until you need it. Exactly. Yep. You're never going to know if I have something on me till it's too late, dude. You right. got a, you got a it's, knife stuck in thing. your gut, dude. You know you what I mean? You got to surprise them. And, that's, um, and that's, that is important for a kid to learn, man. I mean, yep. that, that is a huge, huge thing to keep in, in. I think in the world that our kids are growing up in, it's so much different than the world that we grew up in. You know, It is. Yeah. It's crazy. Really? I could do a whole show about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I may. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Yeah, good stuff, man. So, do you do you re, do you rewatch the um, the old fight days uh, on on video, or have you? I don't have them. James has them. Ah, and I don't know if James has them. Gotcha. Right. Um, James had them originally, but he has moved like ten times since then. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So you know, not positive on whether he's got him or not he lost a lot of stuff somebody came in and robbed him one time in one of his apartments uh-huh. and um they took like everything out of his closet like he had a bunch of bins i think they just grabbed the bins and left with them because one of them was filled with like junk you right. know it was right. random you know whatever computer right. parts that don't even work and stuff like that yeah but so chances are they're they're not around but i can get a hold and get in touch with them he may have them still that would be cool to uh yeah Go back through and check watch. them out, man. Yeah, <laughs> digitize them, add add effects and sound right. effects. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Get Kyle Abear to uh, narrate them for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, that'd be fun. But yeah, we had we had a good time with Fight Club. Uh, we all learned a lot about ourselves at Fight Club. Um, <laughs> and uh, yep, that's important. Though. I mean, especially it, for yeah, you young know, guy, I'm, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, young guy, you got to beat somebody up, and um, it's better if it's you know consensual. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you need is. and you need I mean, your you need you need to know what it's like to be on the receiving end of that stuff too mm-hmm. to have respect re- for it. You know, you really do need. I mean, I had an older brother, so I knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but older brothers they do pull their punches unless it's you know a bad situation. But older yeah. brothers will beat you up, but they're not gonna yeah. beat you within an inch of your life. Right. Um. Yeah, I had a I had an older sister. Uh, she did not pull her punches, but luckily she couldn't hit hard <laughs> enough. But she fucking beat the shit out of me, man. <laughs> she beat the shit out of me, man. <laughs> I had an older brother. We never fought, but he always invented games that he that uh, the sole purpose is that yeah, Adam gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, a little abuse, you know? little, so little abuse. Little, it was a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. It was you know like uh, throwing like those little plastic footballs that they used to throw out at games. Yeah, we play war with that, and uh, he there was kickboxing, and uh, yeah, all sorts of games where it was, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tilted in his little bit leaning in and his four years older yeah, than me favor. Yeah, so yeah. That he could, well, we were just playing a game, Dad. You know, I didn't yeah. mean to hurt him. You know, but, yeah. yeah. We used to play. We used to play dodgeball on the trampoline. 
Yeah. And the way we played it was one person was on the trampoline dodging. Mm-hmm. And the other people were around the trampoline. So you had 360 yeah, yeah, yeah. degrees of, of attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we That's had a fun kinds game. Of, yeah, and well, we played it um, where if you got hit in the arm, you'd lose the arm. Okay, right. yeah. Okay. If there you got go. hit in the leg, you'd, so there you'd have you to go. hop on one foot. There you go. Um, you'd have to hop on one foot, put one hand behind your back. But if you caught one of the balls, you would get something back. Yeah, gotcha. So you could get your other arm back or your other leg or whatever you needed. And um, we were we were out there, and one of the one of the balls that we used for this dodgeball game was a golf ball in a God. in a sock. Oh no, oh, dude! God. <laughs> God dang, man! So, <laughs> so you could spin it real fast, yeah, <laughs> and whip it across the 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 backyard. And um, I'm up there on the trampoline, and we're still trying to get the rules down, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just kind of bouncing, 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 and uh, they're throwing stuff while we're talking, and I'm dodging. It's not too hard. And I lose an arm, and I'm like, okay, so if I lose the arm, if I get hit in the torso, I'm dead, right? So what if I get hit in the crotch? Oh, no. <laughs> and and they were like, well, I think that that should count as a kill. And I was like, well, I don't know, man. I don't know. And then <laughs> as, as I'm saying that, the golf ball sock comes whizzing across the yard and hits me directly in the crotch <laughs> with such speed. Now, imagine imagine a sock tail hanging off the the back of a golf ball flying, right? Yeah. And it hits something, but the sock part is still flapping. <laughs> <laughs> it just had that much speed behind that's it. That's great. It just, you know, like a cartoon. Um, I think that's what happened. I was in pain. Um, <laughs> so I rolled off the trampoline because I was dead, and I was like, yeah, that's a kill. That's definitely a kill. <laughs> <laughs> more, that's a kill. <laughs> Oh, that's great. It hurts so bad. That's funny. <laughs> we used to do they, we used to do fake wrestling, you know, on the uh Yeah. On the track. Oh yeah, everybody did that. Well, yeah, that was yeah, fun, was fun, man. We also we had a we played wall ball at our school and we would get uh racquetballs and uh they had they outlawed this game several times. But you would get the racquetball and you know you throw it, you hit, and bounce, and you try to catch it. Yeah. And you know if you caught, if you hit, if you hit it, if it hit you and you dropped it, you had to go up against spread the wall, eagle. spread eagle. Yeah. And uh, you know, and and take you know the free shot. Yep. And that's what was you know that's the reason that people uh, got that it was ended. That was a free fun game though. Tennis man. balls. Yeah. You know, tennis balls. Yeah. We well, had. A, that's yeah. what it started. Then yeah, somebody brought in these. We had a yeah, these were because our playground was on dirt because the tennis yeah. balls wouldn't bounce very high, so we figured out racquetballs bounced a little better. But you, mm. if you like, if I remember right, if you didn't, if if the ball touched you, you had to run and touch the yeah, wall before somebody could grab yeah. the ball and hit you with it. But if they hit you yeah. with it, did you have to stand there? To yeah, that's it. No, if I, they hit you with it. You didn't have to stand there. But oh. if they hit the wall, you did. Oh, okay. And now you the whole I you want you know the the idea was that you would hit the wall, so then you would take the free shot. But then this basically, is be on Squid Game too, right? Oh, okay. uh, basically, okay. the, I haven't seen it. If you hit the person before they hit the wall, they didn't have to take the free. They didn't have to you know be on the wall for the shot. But then you, basically, you already hit them, you know. So right. But you tried not. I mean, either way, you know, odds are you getting hit. We're very high. 
Yeah. And I was a slow, chubby child, so I was very <laughs> not good at, you know, at the game. But Yeah, I didn't start getting real chubby until, like, my mid-20s. Yeah. I mean, I had some weight on me, but, like, once the once I stopped working out and continued eating the workout diet. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, 6,000, 8,000 calories a day that I used to eat yeah. when I was working out was fine, but... When you stop working out and continue eating the 8,000 yeah. calories a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still struggling with that, man. You know, that's yeah. where I'm at. I'm like, my grandmother, She, I blame her for my weight problems, you know, because she fucking overfed me my entire life, man. Uh-oh. And his head fell off. There you go. There you go. Are You're we back. Good? We're back. Sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> your grandma's. I was just saying. That, well, yeah, she was I, a feeder. I, yeah, I blame her for my weight problems, for sure. Yeah, Mine my, was... Uh, when I was a very small child, um, I was very, very underweight. Like they were worried about me. Yeah. Um, so I always had to finish every bite on my plate, and we were very, very poor. So we couldn't. We weren't allowed to waste food because of that either. Yeah, so right. um, finishing everything on your plate was a uh, was a requirement in my household, and uh, especially for me. And then that transferred up to, and then once I, I never stopped that, but I was in charge of filling my plate up and I would overfill it. Yeah. Yeah. So because food is delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. God, I wish it wasn't. uh, Yeah, I know. Right. I wish I was one of those people who could just see it as fuel and not get, uh, you know, enjoyment out of it, you know, because that's what I absolutely do. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, when I got when I got diagnosed with diabetes, and I, I calmed it down for a while, and then I've kind of let myself slip back, and my sugars up get high again. So, mm-hmm. got to get back on the no carb thing. So, what type? More than just is that type um, two or type one? two? Type yeah. two. Type two is the one where if I eat right and exercise, I have normal blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Like if I keep my carbs under 150 a day, and I hit the treadmill or go walking, it's normal. Yeah, like it's totally controllable with diet, no pills at all. Yeah, um, but I don't because I have poor impulse control. Yep, I understand that as we all do. <laughs> yes, definitely, man. So, definitely understand that. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is the other story I was going to tell? Um, oh wow, it's completely slipped my mind. It's okay. It's okay. You've yeah. got so many, though. That's the thing. It's like, you know, where to begin. And, like, so many that I know you can't tell to be recorded as well. You do have a daughter, one for God's ones. sakes. This is, yeah. this is terrible. So I, tell her, I tell her most of these. Um, <laughs> this is why we tell Leela not to touch the handrails at King's Dominion. Um, when we went to the King's Dominion, which, for people who may not know, is a uh, amusement park. has lots of roller coasters okay. and stuff like that. We we were waiting in line one time, <laughs> and James was like, we were at the very back of the line. It was like mm, 45 minute wait, and he's like, guys, I'm not going to be talking for a few minutes, but watch this. And we're <laughs> so when we get up to the front of the line where they Uh-oh. have the actual handrails to get into the ride, he hasn't been talking for 45 minutes because he's been getting a loogie ready. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh my! <And> he <laughs> slowly pushes it into his hand <laughs> and runs it across the uh, entire underside. Oh my! God. The entire handrail. <laughs> oh, that's gooey disgusting. and sticky. Oh, that's disgusting. 
We were like sixteen. Oh my god! <laughs> and he, and and then as we're getting into the uh, into the roller coaster, <clears throat> the little girl and her dad get up into the area with the handrails, <laughs> and they're both just touching them, and and uh, the, the little girl goes, uh, "Oh, it's sticky!" Uh, and then she uh, smells it, and she's like, "It stinks!" Uh, oh God. Oh my god. Jackass before jackass. We were yeah, such yeah, bad yeah, yeah. people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, they look, hey, that crew that they had that beat us ran with, they were definitely on easily on level playing field with Jackass and, and the things that they uh they did. So Yeah. For sure. That's what bored kids did back in our day. Yeah, figure right. it, figure it out. Let's. How do we? How do we? You know, entertain ourselves. The fucking... oh, I think the statute of limitations has run out on some of these. One of the yeah. times, <laughs> <laughs> we um, <clears throat> we were in the back of the truck, and we would lay down flat on our backs with our heads at the tailgate, right? <clears throat> and we had the tailgate uh, rigged up with a rope so we could tug the rope and it would pull the hand, it would go over the top and pull the handle and the tailgate would drop. Okay. Right. So we went to the South of the border and bought some bottle rockets and we would lay on our backs and we, <clears throat> whoever was driving would bang on the back window of the truck when there was somebody directly behind us. Oh no. <laughs> We'd be on a long country road with somebody riding our, riding our butt on the, in the truck. Cause he wouldn't be going, he'd be going like exactly the speed limit, you know, <laughs> as soon as somebody was right on our butt. We would light the bottle rockets. <laughs> Firing at them. And then as soon as they were about to fire off, we'd drop the tailgate. So the person behind us would see the tailgate to the truck. Oh, there and drop God. What looks like two dead bodies hanging out of the back. <laughs> and then fire and rockets flying at the front of the car. God damn. That freaked me the fuck out, dude. That's and since we waited a while, by the time that the rocket got to the car is right about when it would explode. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> that wow. <laughs> we used to do shit stupid shit too, man. And you know, we we only did we only got like three cars with it, but none of them drove off the road. And we thought about it later, we're like, oh man, that could have been really oh, bad. That could have been really yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. for sure. But, it's and, and, you know, swerved and slammed on their brakes, but you know, oh yeah, we're lucky we didn't get shot either. Wow. Dude, I'll tell you this. I I have a story from this is my uh, freshman year in college, and uh, I, again, lucky I didn't get shot uh, or arrested. Um, so this was uh, you know back in the nineties, and it was like the first week of school, and me and my buddy Jeff, uh, we were we were we lived in the dorms, and we had made some friends in the dorms, but we didn't know them real good just yet. So I'm just kind of like. Hanging out in my dorm room, and uh, all of a sudden, the, my dorm room burst open, and there's Jeff and this guy Gabe and Big Bird and another one of our friends, and they jump into the room and they just start going pow 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 pow, shooting off these cap guns, right? But these are <laughs> this is back before orange caps or orange guns. This is back when guns looked real, you know, right before any kind of safety regulation. So they're in there and they're like, pop, 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 you know, making all this noise and gun 
uh-huh. smoke and you know powder smoke and all this going off and just laughing their heads off and i'm laughing up you know they're like dude we've been we we, we went to walmart we got these cap guns and we just been walk going through every floor man any kind of door we find that's open that's unlocked we just open oh, it up man. and jump in and just and they're like, yeah, oh, it's That's awesome, dude. Everybody shot. laughs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody loves it. Everybody's having a good time. So I'm like, I was like, oh, dude, I want in on this. Let's go to Walmart, you know, because they're about out of guns, out of ammo of caps. And so we're like, well, fuck, let's go. So we go to Walmart. And this is a college town, but it's also a small town. So right. think, uh, me just think Mount Olive. Okay. okay. Um, and so. We go to Walmart, we get some guns. There's like, I'm driving my new car. It's all a Camry. And uh, I had super dark tinted windows, right? It's just the way it came. And there's me, there's Jeff, there's Gabe, there's Big Bird, and I think uh, uh, D Man, this other friend, another friend of ours. So it was five of us. I knew Jeff, knew Jeff for years. The other guys didn't really know him that well. At all. Maybe met him like a handful of times this first week of school or second week of school. So anyway, we get in my car. We're at a turn light and we're going at the left at this intersection. And it's one of the busier intersections in the town, you know, since there was like three of those. But this is like the biggest major one. And we're turning and somebody rolls up next to us and uh, Jeff like looks over at the window and he like taps, you know, like, like in the gray Poupon commercials, right. You know, tap, tap, tap <laughs> motions for them to roll down their window. And so they roll down their window and then everybody leans out of the car. It's like, pop, 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 Oh, shoot, good. Shooting, 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 you know? And the woman is just first, she was just like, Oh, and then she realized what was happening. And so she's just laughing. Right. And so, we turn, and I happen to notice that there is a the car not immediately behind me, but just one back is a cop car. Oh no! <laughs> they flip their lights on. I pull over into this uh, parking lot area, and uh, I'm like, what? "What's going on?" You know, we're all like, "What's going on? What we do wrong?" You know, because again, right. this is '90s. This is before you know mass shootings and everything. Um, so we pull over and everybody's like, oh, you know, I don't know what's, go- what's going on. What's going on? And so I, again, super naive and, and innocent. Cop pulls me over. I get out. Oh, no. And he's like, get back in the car. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, so I get back in the car. I am complying. (laughs) (laughs) So I get back in the car and I'm like, oh, my God, dude, he's not. He told me to get back in the car. And and uh, he's like, get out of the car, driver. I'm so okay. So I get out and I'd like, you know, I'm like the hands visible. (laughs) Yeah, I just put my hands up because he's yelled at me already. I guess, I, you know. And they, and I was like, it's just a toy. It's just a toy. You know, they're cap guns. And And so he's like, okay, so he. You know, says into the uh, shoulder radio. He's like, they're just toys. They're just toys. It's not real guns. He's like, I was, you know. And so this other like little tiny pickup truck comes in and like gets in front of me and cuts me off. And he t- tells me to come back there. So I go back and I give him my license. 
And he's like, what are you guys doing? And I was just like, we were just with Walmart and we were just with the cap guns. And, you know, and <laughs> we were just, being dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were being dumb. We were being dumb, officer. <laughs> you know, and he could see that I was like freaking out about being right. pulled over and all this stuff. And so he's like, all right, go and get everybody's license. I'm like, okay. And so I, you know, I go up to the car, but like, I need everybody's license now. And I'm kind of like, I don't know if, you know, what are, what if one of these guys is like, you know, he's got, he's wanted, he's got, you know, yeah, some yeah, kind yeah. of, what's right. going on? I don't know what's going on, you know? <laughs> and they're like, what do we do? I was like, just fucking give me your licenses. <laughs> so I gather everybody's license. I take it back. He runs a check on him. You know, he tells me to go sit down. He runs a check. He comes back and he's like, you boys don't know how lucky you are to have not been shot up. If I hadn't noticed that that lady was laughing in her car after you turned and drove by, because I could see the gun tips sticking out. He's like, if you, yeah. had, if I didn't notice that that lady was laughing, you, uh, there's a high you, likelihood that yeah. you would have been dead. Yeah. You would have got lit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that game was over. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, we got we got pulled one time. And there was four of us in the car. Three of us lived at the house uh, that I was talking about earlier. And one of the other people was uh, a guy named Ted that worked with somebody. He was just, you know, he was with us that night and got pulled over for um, like five over or something, whatever it was, right? And the cop puts the flashlight in the car and points it directly in the back seat at Ted. And he's like, I want to see your license, please. <laughs> Doesn't not to the driver, not to the passengers, directly ahead. And and he's like, I'm not even driving. Why do I have to show you my lights? He's like, Because that's Metus, that's James, that's Ryan. I don't know you. And I want to make sure these guys are all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, man. As I told you, I told you we knew the cops. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. That's that he awesome. was so butthurt about them being the only one that had to show a license. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Small Man, town? Is that a smaller totally, town? Uh, we were outside the city. And like I said, the sheriff owned the land across from us. Uh-huh. And the cops would stop at the gas station across from us a lot. And we yeah. were in there all the time. Yeah. So it just, you know, you get to know people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were in the county. And the county is probably 30,000 people spread out. Okay. all over you yeah. know so yeah. it's the area of the county yeah we know the cops that are in that area the sheriffs yeah, yeah. deputies sure um very comparable to any bear. okay yeah so yeah you know people yeah yeah and um yeah the sheriff was real cool like because we, we'd have a lot of people and they'd park across the street and his it was just an empty lot mm-hmm. and they'd park their cars and the first time they came out they were like hey you know that's the sheriff's land and uh, we we're like, oh, you want need us to move our cars? He's like, no, just don't leave them there, and like, you know, don't let them sit and rot. I was like, no, 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 it's just when we have a lot of people. That's and they cool. were cool with that. You know? Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't care as long as we didn't mess it up. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Damn, man. Yeah, we. we oh, and uh, talking about your your having guns in the car when you get pulled over. Another pullover story, and it was on Halloween, which just happened. Um, this was back. Right after the Matrix came out, okay, which was incidentally very similar to the timing of the Columbine uh, stuff, not too far after that. Yeah. Um, well, we were all Neo for <laughs> Halloween. 
uh-huh. <laughs> three Neos in the car. <laughs> and we had our very real looking BB guns oh, boy. with us, you know, yeah. unloaded and everything. Well, the guy whose car we were in had a front headlight out. And this guy is one of those guys that doesn't like, you know, he, you know, when you have, you had a friend who was like, you know, you're in middle or high school and they would come over and they didn't have a parent filter. Yeah. Like they would just say whatever's on their mind, regardless yeah, of who's yeah. around. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so get pulled over. Um, and <laughs> we're sitting here and each of us has like three or four BB guns on us, you know, <laughs> like in our belts. In our <laughs> So we're trying to shove them under the seats and the glove <laughs> box. and the, We're trying to hide them all, right? Oh, that's worse. So we're, we're the, <laughs> I know, right? Because he can see everything is happening. You know, we're yeah. just, he's just starting stuff. To, so he comes up and he's like, you know, the guy driving is like, hey, let me, uh, you know, what, what seems to be the problem, officer? And he points his flashlight in the car and, and he's like, your left front headlight's out. And the guy goes, is that why it's so dark on that side? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, so what were y'all shoving under the seats? And so he hasn't even asked for his license or anything yet. <laughs> he's just like, so what were y'all doing when I was coming up? And we were like, officer, it's Halloween. And we're all Neo from the Matrix. And we have a bunch of BB guns, like a bunch of BB guns. <laughs> <laughs> and he may not have believed us if we didn't have a... um Blue fairy also in the car. <laughs> Blue fairy. Yeah, this girl named, this girl named Sarah uh, was with us, and she was a very blue fairy with <laughs> the wings great. and the big ears and everything. And um, that blue fairy saved your ass. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It, uh, it scared the crap out of us, though. <laughs> and then he had to, he had to to poke the bear and say, "Oh, is that why it's so dark on that side?" Uh. <laughs> Yeah, this is not the time to get cute, man. Uh, oh my gosh! And I was like, "Dude, shut up, shut up!" And then, then we explained about all the the guns in the car. <laughs> uh, we had to pop the orange caps off of those to uh, make them look more real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a good idea in no, the long run. You know, in the long but run, we've come to find out. You know, back when the when we were innocent, you know. Yeah. Yeah, back in the good old days. Yeah. Well, I guess they're good old days, you know. Yeah. We wouldn't yeah. have survived if they were now, that's for sure. So I just really hope that in 25 years we're we're not looking back at now as the good old days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a uh, hopefully things, yeah, <laughs> move towards the better. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's for right. sure. Dude, thank you for uh hanging out with us, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. No, it's your not not your normal kind of story. No, but it's but great. We had, had a good time. It's just well, good, you know, good to hang out. I mean, look, fight. I think Fight Club is a good enough weirdness on its own because you know yeah. that's definitely not yeah. a normal. Everybody had that experience. A lot of people talked about doing it. A lot of stuff that a lot of people talked about doing, but never did. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yes, yes, um, yes, you did. Yeah, we we weren't weren't we weren't the uh, most cautious of of teenagers. Yeah, at those ages. Yeah. But um, you know why would you be? I mean, we you know it's like no, we were invincible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that age, now we're are. now we're tired and sore and uh, yeah, ailing yep. from our yeah. our our, uh, our past uh, endeavors. But it's just because computers got so cool. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you can do everything on your computer. Do you know that I can pull my phone out right now and in 30 minutes I can have a four course meal sitting in front of me? I know. Yeah, it's exactly. amazing. And have <laughs> liquor delivered tonight. to you. You can have anything delivered uh, to you. Can't can't do that in, in North Carolina. Well, I can't I They're can't say that you can do I, can, so I can't say you can do that in Oklahoma too. I know you can do it in Texas, but not here. Right. I, when I when uh, I used to live on the East Coast, we used to be able to get our weed delivered to us. Of course, it wasn't legal, but right. uh, <laughs> they had messenger services in, in New York City where you could you know call and they would a bike a guy with a on a See, bike. That's just good customer service. I know, that's dude. Keep, that's how you keep your customers. He that's would right. sh- he right. would show up with a backpack. He would put all he had out on the table for you to pick and choose, and it was wonderful. Yeah, I don't even get I don't even get the um, exercise from going grocery shopping anymore. I know it's crazy because I just order it and then pull up and they put it in the back of my car for me. It's crazy. If it's I didn't get grocery shopping, I wouldn't have any kind of social interactions. So <laughs> yeah. back before back before the uh, you know pickup lane at the grocery store, that's I would listen to an audiobook or podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, um again, dude, thank you so much for hanging out and uh giving, Thanks for gi- having me. giving us an episode. You yeah, dude, for <laughs> real. Gifted I mean, us an episode. Yeah, and we always love, you know, we love good stories regardless. You oh know? yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't all have to be UFOs. No, yeah, not exactly. at all. It, you know, we just like to hear good stories. We like talking to people and you know having a good laugh. So I don't know why I didn't bring it. I have a CIA document. Oh, really? That was declassified. That says that the CIA knows how to time travel. Oh fuck, man. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other episode. I'll, I'll bring that some other episode. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah man. I stumbled, Dude. I stumbled across it while digging around in the uh, declassified bin at the CIA website. Oh, amazing! And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it is a how to astral project project forwards or backwards in time. Didn't we talk about that, Adam? We talked about some something. We did talk about astral projection. Our um, our friend Bobby. And she has that will be well that'll probably be out uh, one of the next, next week. ones yeah. yeah um she she did some CIA some somebody sent her some of the declassified stuff like that and there's a lot about their investigations into astral projection and using tones yeah and yeah, yeah so she read the same document yeah, yeah 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 and um one of the the most interesting things about it to me besides the time travel is the shape of the universe and the fact that they had to consult multiple different holy men from multiple different religions and traditions to learn how to protect their bodies from the other dimensional entities that were trying to enter them when they astral projected. Wow. I don't think we got into that really. No, we didn't get into that. It, well, That's it wild. Such a huge, yeah, it was a huge. Well, Bobby was really fascinated about the frequency stuff. We spent a lot of time talking about that, but yeah, I mean, that's a huge. It's a huge topic, and yeah. uh, we could definitely, definitely yeah, 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 yeah. talk about. Oh it fuck in yeah. The future. yeah, 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 yeah. And it is dense. It's like tw- yeah. it's twenty four pages, but one is missing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, oh, there the you one go. that's missing looks like it's basically they took it out. And hit it somewhere and kind of basically say, hey, if you can learn to do this, you'll know where this page, last page is and it'll tell wow. you some stuff. Oh, boy. Wow. So oh, <laughs> I'm shit. like, 
Oh yeah! <laughs> if I only had enough time to really get into astral projection, man. <laughs> yeah, but you I know, would explore that. Go to work. I know. I got shit to do, man. <laughs> no, that part. The part scared me about that. You know, if you leave your body, there's mm-hmm. there's has to be protections in place. And well, I'm like, I mean, what happened that they had to go? Because they wouldn't have just thought of that. Yeah. No. Well, Buddha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Buddhist Something monks happened. have been doing things like that for a long time. Oh yeah. And. uh it's fascinating, you know. But I'm just like, what what event happened that they were like, oh crap, we need to protect against this happening again. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, what? Yeah, what? Somebody was it? didn't come home, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Like. yeah. Wow, man. Or somebody <laughs> tried to come home, but you know there was a new occupant in their yeah, uh, so right. flesh vehicle. Right. So. right. No vacancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, oh, cool. amazing. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you yeah, coming dude. back. And, Always and, a pleasure. Yeah. Oh, check out Meet Us Pod and Fun Fact Friday with Lila and David. <laughs> Absolutely. All <laughs> the yeah, time. Stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, everybody. You're listening to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience and we can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. Boy, I tell you, Walmart is just a whole experience <laughs> of its own. I think about, I, mean, I think of, I hate going to Walmart. God damn, I hate yeah, it so I do bad. too, dude. Yep. And every time I'm there, I'm just like, God, why, why do I have to be here? And, and the, ex- not, not, the people are one thing, of course, but uh, just the whole thing, it's like, yeah. It's like uh, cr- crazy begets crazy, and uh, yeah. and uh, I don't know. It just I feel like I'm always just sucked into this vortex when I go there. Yeah, and I, I hate myself for doing it. And um, but that's hilarious. You know, Metis is uh, yeah. pointing those things out that I think we all feel. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like- and we. I'm sure we've all had some weird experiences at Walmart when come to think of it. So, you know, I will say this, uh, in high school and in uh, college, um, one of the things I would do on a first date would be take the girl to like, to Walmart. Really? Yeah. Okay. And you just like, Oh, I need, you know, I forgot I need to do something. And what it, the thing about it is, yeah, you go in there and you wander around mm-hmm. and this was, you know, we grew up in a, our Walmart was not a super Walmart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, those were very rare. Very rare. Back when I was dating, um, back <laughs> when I was young <laughs> and dating and all that stuff. But, um, but you go in there and you wander around and you have an infinite amount of things to talk about and you just find just random conversation popped yeah. up and you know you can see how they were how they reacted to other people yeah how you know all of that stuff so it was kind of an interesting that is interesting and you know you know funny enough we grew up where sam walton 
Mr. Walmart yeah. himself was born uh, yep. in Kingfisher America. So that's a funny right. parallel there that I just thought yep. about. Um, yep. On top of that, of course, is Fight Club, which is a great yeah. story, a great set Jeez. of stories. The thing I love about it is exactly what he said. Everybody thinks that they want to start a fight club, yeah. right? Yeah. But not too many people actually do it, actually yeah. go through it. Yeah. It takes um, a level of, cl- of commitment for sure. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> and a level of insanity. Uh, just, yes. And, and, t- and testosterone. Yeah. Uh, raging. That's true. Teenage testosterone. That is so true. I had a conversation the other day, the other day about this with a girl uh, who was asking me. She's a younger girl, and I was, you know, trying to give her some advice and stuff. I was like, "Well, usually young men have a ton of testosterone that you're just you're fighting against, and it is an uphill battle, man." Uh-huh. And this is proof. You know, my wife is always like, "Only boys would think of doing that stuff," you know, because all the crazy stuff usually young men are uh doing you know like jackass and stuff which we kind of touched on which uh it just sort of you know it crosses the line of just of crazy and um entertaining what's entertaining and then what's what's overboard it's like yeah i don't know but young boys have a you know, especially in our day and age, we had to find shit to do, man. Exactly. You know, we we didn't have games and stuff like that. To, we didn't have. Well, you know, we had some, but they weren't sophisticated. They weren't, yeah, they to, weren't like, great. Yeah. You know, they were. They good didn't at, keep us socially active. Exactly. They were very, yeah. you know, individual yeah. kind of thing. Yes. But yeah, it's not the world that we have today. So it's really cool to yeah. kind of revisit that. I mean. I was never in a fight club or anything like that, but of course, you know, grew up sort of, you know, you know, uh, as young boys do, you know, tussling with one another and wrestling growing up. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I can relate to those stories so much. And he, uh, he's just a funny guy and I love listening yeah. to his stories, man. Yeah. 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 It's him and his crew, uh, James and a few of their, their other friends who just so many, amazing stories and i've heard so many of them and i love them and i love hearing them again and because you know they've told them and they tell them well yeah and you know again that the you know it's weird that you know they actually did do the fight club yeah yeah and survived it (laughs) (laughs) to some degree nobody really got hurt right which is amazing yeah 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 Yeah. a couple of walls and you know (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome thanks again Minas, for coming on and thanks for everything you've done for us man i mean uh we wouldn't be able to operate in the manner that we are if it weren't for you man very 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 true all right, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. That was we enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, some more weirdness, our traditional weirdness. Um, Bobby, our good friend Bobby, special correspondent and uh, social media uh, resident expert, something like that. I forgot the name that I gave her, but. She's come. She's got a like a book report episode for us. She did some diving. She read some um, recently un- declassified government files about some really, really woo woo type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff you would not ex- 
maybe would not expect uh, our government being involved in. But uh, very, you know, interesting stuff indeed. Meadis touched on it a little bit in his story. Yeah. Um, so we've got that for you. And then we've got some cool stuff as well. We've got uh, so much stuff coming up, guys. It's going to be – it's cool. But we always need more. We always need more friends to share their stories. We need more friends to become friends and storytellers. Um, you can always, always get a hold of us on our social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or via email, wywspod at gmail.com, wywspod at gmail.com. You can write your stories out, and we can have them read on the air um yeah so many ways to get a hold of us we love hearing from you guys we love talking to you guys but if you don't if you're if you're mic shy that's okay we can read your story we love doing that too uh we love hearing feedback and um you had some great feedback on uh, your story there barry oh yeah uh, great, from great. last week so so yeah guys you are what drives this machine. You're what keeps it going. So let us know. Be on the show. And now it's time to go. Do you like my flow? <laughs> I love it. Yo. All right. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.